Welcome to Daring to Be Happy with Leela B, the podcast that invites you to show up, play big, be courageous, and inspire you that through meditation you can find peace and live happy. Hi, I'm your host, Leela B, and yes, I really am a modern day monk, but to be honest, I'm not all that different from you. I'm still subjected to the chaos that's part of a busy life and world. I'm far from perfect and I've got plenty of issues, but I've found a way to be happy anyway. So welcome to Daring to be Happy. Welcome to today's episode of Daring to be Happy. I wanted to start today's show with a shout out to my dear friend Sammy, who's very kindly left me a review on iTunes this week, and she said in the review, I've been listening to these podcasts while driving throughout the US. I'm loving all the inspirational stories and tools to help us all be happier. Looking forward to downloading more. Thank you, Sammy. You are one amazing lady, and I love how courageous you are living, and I hope that you're enjoying every moment of your travels. If you're enjoying the show as much as Sammy, don't forget that you can also leave a review of the show on iTunes and share a link to the show on your social media so that other people can find it, and you never know, you might hear your name mentioned in a shout-out on the show next. Today's guest is Gomata. She is from Mexico but now lives in Edinburgh, Scotland with her husband Steve. She started meditating in 2009 and became a teacher in 2016. And we're going to dive straight into things today and welcome Gomata by finding out exactly why she meditates. Well, I think my whole life there was always something pulling me to it. Mm I think when I was a kid and I used to see the adults always complaining about the government, the corruption, the wars, the lack of money, I used to think life cannot be this way. We we didn't come to this world just to go to school, uh, get married, get a job and die. There should be more to life than just that. So I, I was always in the search for something, although I didn't know what it was. And then life brought me to Scotland. Love actually brought me to Scotland. And when I was in Scotland, I learned to to meditate, which is called ascension. And I learned because a friend of mine, which is also Mexican, living in Scotland, Mm -hmm. she already was a teacher. So it was like easier for me to learn from someone that I already knew. Mm -hmm. But at the time I was working in an investment bank, And it was very stressful and high pressure. And even though I wanted something else, I wanted something with more meaning. In that time, I just wanted something to help me focus, something to be accurate, something to be precise and fast so I could cope with my work. And at the end of the day, I think that was like the smallest thing that I got from meditation. It gave me so much more. Wow. So what else did it give you? It gave me, well, it's not like a, like my life was horrible and then after meditation it became wonderful. It was actually just like a little switch in my experience because without ascension I was not able to see what was really meaningful in life. I didn't notice that I already had the husband, I already had the job, I had the salary, I had the benefits. I had it all already. And yet I couldn't see it. I still couldn't appreciate it. And through meditation, 
it was actually coming down to what it really was truly important. That was just that little switch of starting to appreciate what I already had and being grateful for what I already had. And then more things started to come up into my awareness. So it's brilliant, very subtle. It's not like I won the lottery after starting meditating, but my life was already a lottery ticket ready to be won just by by meditating and being aware of the beauties that I already had. Wow, that's such a cool analogy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just came to me now. <laughs> so you're a teacher now. So I'm guessing you probably have quite a strong meditation practice. Mm-hmm. When you're at home, how regularly do you meditate? Well, that's a very good question because being honest, the first... I don't know, probably six, seven years, I used to meditate almost every day, maybe like mm-hmm. 20 minutes or maybe 40 minutes if I was lucky. And it was good. It was not fabulous, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. And it was until actually somebody introduced me to Inside Timer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Funny enough. And I could actually see how often I was meditating and I could measure it with my experience, how this is really helping me. And it's going to sound very silly, but just the fact that they have like a star system that every 10 days that you ascend or you meditate, it gives you a star. That was enough for my mind to say, okay, I have done it. Ding! I have to get a star. Exactly. <laughs> so I have actually started meditating every single day since the 1st of April last year. Wow. So from that point of view, it doesn't seem that I have done it for a long time, but from someone that used to just meditate maybe 20 minutes or 40 minutes some days Mm -hmm. to do it every single day is definitely a game changer and when you're meditating every single day are you meditating once a day or more than once a day definitely more Uh, in the morning i meditate between 40 minutes to an hour before Mm -hmm. my husband wakes up yeah because he doesn't meditate whatsoever yeah he thinks that these things are like and Mm -hmm. (laughs) too weird for him yet although he's kind of curious about it and Mm -hmm. he has been doing other stuff has he noticed he obviously supports you in in it does he notice a benefit to you funny enough he doesn't like he has always seen me the way I didn't see myself Ah. like there hasn't been a big change from his experience but what meditation was required for it. It was just for me, not for the people around me. And maybe for him it was not a big thing, but I think at work it has been a difference. Like they can actually tell, like, yeah, you're so much better meditating. It's easier to be surrounded by you when you meditate. Not so much in, in the flat, but it's fine. <laughs> but well, going back to your question, I try to meditate between 40 minutes an hour in the morning before Steven wakes up. Then when I'm on the bus going to work, because I have a normal job, I meditate for another 25 minutes. So I just put my earplugs and I have my inside timer and I'm like 25 minutes there. And so I kind of know at what time I'm nearly in the motorcycle shop. Mm -hmm. And then I'm very lucky because I can actually meditate at work. Yeah. So at lunchtime, I go and meditate another 20 minutes. And then on my way to go home, I meditate another 25 minutes on the bus. Yeah. And that's pretty much my day. 
if I'm lucky and Steven is working night shift, maybe I will squeeze another one, but nah, that's usually not the case. Yeah. But I mean, with that, I have usually enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's heaps. And yeah. it's cool to see how you've found those kind of downtimes that were in your day anyway. Yeah. And you're kind of making the most of them. Yeah, because also, like, my husband is a fireman and he works shifts. Yeah. So obviously when he's in, in the flat with me, we want to have quality time. Mm. So it's not like, well, I'm going to meditate. I don't know you, <laughs> but I'm off. No, like I really want to spend time with him. So I try to do my best to prioritize my peace and meditate when he's not around. So when we're together, we are really together. Mm-hmm. Oh, and actually let's talk about your work for a little bit because you... Uh, work in quite a cool company ah, yeah. in that everyone is very meditation and consciousness focused ah. and encouraged, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah, well, I work in a shop called Soul Tire Motorcycles, yeah. which is in Edinburgh. Yeah. And, well, we say, of course, it's a motorcycle shop because it is. But when you think a, a motorcycle shop, you might just think like maybe five bikes in the <laughs> shop, something very small. And it's not. We're 40 people working in the company. Yeah. <laughs> it's massive. And like we have like used bikes, obviously, but we have like Yamaha, Suzuki's, Indian, Norton's, Victories. And we also, we have like the tattoo parlor. So if you want to get the tattoo, you can get it. <laughs> you can have the laser removal. So if you didn't have the, if you didn't like your tattoo, you can get rid of it and change it. Barbershop precisely for motorcyclers. Uh, we have also rider training indoors. Yeah. So you bought your bike and now what? Well, you can actually learn how to ride a bike <laughs> here. Because the funny thing is that motor motorcycles are another beautiful way to actually be present, mm-hmm. which meditation brings you to as well. Yeah. So it's not coincidence that a lot of people who meditate also ride motorcycles mm. or ride bikes. Yeah. Because if you are not in the present moment, you fall. Yeah. <laughs> you have an accident. Yeah. So it's like another way of bringing you to the present moment and see everything that is around you. It's magical. Mm. And it's fantastic to be surrounded by people that live with this with this motto in their lives as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like when I first found this path and I kept hearing about all the people, everyone rides a motorbike. Seems like it, yeah. <laughs> And it, sound, it seemed quite obscure to start with, but then you kind of see how how actually riding that motorbike, you know, riding a bike as fast as you can forces you to be present because you really don't want to be thinking about worrying mm-hmm. about anything in the past or being anxious about anything in the future because otherwise, yeah, you're off the road and mm-hmm. you're dead. Yes, <laughs> but it's giving people that peak experience yeah and bringing them fully present so i think i love the sound of this place (laughs) it's like a one-stop shop (laughs) yes exactly you get the helmet you get the clothes you get the bike yeah you get the tattoo you get the haircut (laughs) you get your nearly your license so everything you need is just in one place and it's like it's like a massive warehouse with two floors yeah full of motorcycles and a workshop and everything so and you teach meditation courses there as well, right? My very, very first course was there. Yeah. Because in the motorcycle shop, we also have a meditation room. Yeah. That's where I go and meditate my 20 minutes at lunchtime. Yeah. And it's fabulous. 
some some of us use it more like in the morning. I use it more in the at lunchtime. I mean, it's open for everyone in Edinburgh. They can go as soon as the shop is open. So from nine to five, you can go there and meditate for as long as you want. This is amazing. This is where I want to learn to ride. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it's great. Maybe there are people coming from from Moselbra or from other places around Edinburgh just for the day, mm. and they just need to kill some time in Edinburgh. Well, you already meditate. Come over and sit down and close your eyes. Yeah. No questions asked. Just come in, say hello, close your eyes. Oh, amazing. When you were starting off with your meditation practice, what helped you to create that regular practice and stay committed? Even when you were just doing it once, 20 minutes, maybe once, not necessarily every day. Well, with the practice that I have, it's like a one weekend course. Mm-hmm. And then when that, that course is done, they told us that now we needed to practice for six weeks and to actually experience it ourselves. Like they can, they could tell us any story, like where this come from and blah, blah, blah. But it was all about our experience. That was what, what is really important. And I had already paid a lot of money, so I thought, well, I better do it. So at <laughs> least I know if this actually works or not. <laughs> if I don't use it, I will never know. So I did, and I did it for six weeks. At the start, I was doing it three times a day, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon, 20 minutes before going to bed. And it was not like the life-changing magic, but I knew there was something. And... I stick to it. Mm-hmm. And of course, during the time between the time when I learned and the time when I became a teacher, ups and downs and some days were missed. And maybe I started to do it less and less, sometimes 20 minutes or just sometimes 40 minutes. But it was always there. I learned to meditate another technique when I was like a teenager. But being honest, I don't know if I was too young or I was too unexperienced because I was there for a full weekend with my eyes closed thinking what am I doing how can I put my mind in blank I don't understand whereas with with these techniques in ascension it's actually like like the thoughts are a river and every technique is just a stone that you can step on so you are actually not falling into the into the river of thoughts there is something that actually you can step on to, to get out and actually watch the risk passing by. Makes it so much easier. You are focusing in something rather than trying to focus in nothing. Mm. Like, what is nothing? <laughs> <laughs> in my experience, that made my life so much easier. Mm. Yeah, starting off from scratch saying, now don't think of anything. Yeah, like it's, that's it's way a too bit hard. Of, yeah, it's pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, or, or at least for me. Yeah. I don't know, maybe there are people out there that magically could do it the first time they did it it was not my experience (laughs) cool so what is the biggest impact that meditation has had on your life happiness pure happiness and it's not like as i said before i didn't win the lottery but it's just appreciating what life had already for me be grateful for i already had And, well, since I became a teacher, also my life changed a lot. I used to work in an investments bank and very stressful environment and very deadline-driven. And it was good and great with great benefits. But 
it was not exactly for me. So with meditation, I could see clearly what was really organically for me. Mm-hmm. And when I finished my master course and came back, I was like a clean slate, like open or a clean canvas, mm-hmm. open to whatever was there for me. I just knew that I wanted to work with conscious people. Didn't matter what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I was in a meeting and there was someone who told me, look, he's looking for someone and you need a job. Why you don't talk? <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know what he needed. He didn't know if he needed a PA. He didn't know if he needed a manager. But he knew that he needed help. And I told him, well, I I am a meditation teacher, but I came from from a bank and I know procedures and I know how to structure stuff. So what I could do is come here in a project and create procedures for people when they leave so they don't leave with the knowledge. So the next person that comes in actually can learn from these procedures and keep going with the job and it's easier. And that started to change and now somebody got sick and has been off sick for months. And now I am working the procedures that I created in the first place. And I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm just helping them to have a better environment and smooth changes. And it's pretty much because of the people. I personally don't ride a bike, but what really brought me to Soltire Motorcycles is the people that work in it, their passion and also their commitment, because also some of them already meditate and they teach as well. Mm. I wanted to work for conscious people. didn't matter what the topic was. And knowing that I'm doing something for them fills my heart with joy. Yeah. Oh, that's great, because that was one of my questions. Ah! <laughs> what brings you joy? <laughs> it's going to sound funny, but, for example, in my everyday life, I really enjoy Excel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it sounds Sorry, weird. Excel. Excel, Excel. The spreadsheet. Yes. <laughs> and it's not like I do, like, the super macros. <laughs> but I really like it. Like somehow it's like seeing the sea of possibilities that you can create with with such a lovely tool. <laughs> I know, it's, it's not the average. But, no, but, but like I know there are people out there who love a good spreadsheet. My sister <laughs> built a wedding on a spreadsheet. My sister <laughs> organized a baby by a spreadsheet. So yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, like, <laughs> Because I am more in the administrative side of the shop. I'm not in sales. I'm not in the workshop. I don't know many of the parts of a motorcycle, obviously. Because, again, I'm there because of the people. But being in the administrative side and making sure that everything flows smoothly from everyone else, that brings me joy. And maybe sometimes not everybody sees it, but my boss does. And... If my boss is happy and she has like a good time doing her job, I have done my job Mm. and I have a good relationship with her. And what I really, really want for her is to to be happy and have like more time being free. So that's like a nice motivation for me. Yeah, I'm also quite fortunate at the moment when I'm at home that I get to work with quite conscious people and quite a conscious company. And my boss is also a meditation teacher. We've taught most of his staff to meditate. And it does make a real difference. Mm -hmm. It makes it a lot of fun. And the work I'm doing, it's busy. It's 
can be long hours. It can be mm-hmm. early in the morning or late at night. Yep. It's physical. And, yeah, so it makes so much difference when everyone is just willing to make work life as joyful, as pleasurable, as easy as possible, even when things aren't always going well or mistakes get made or time gets wasted or you're running late or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you get to appreciate that everything that is presented to you is the right thing to happen in that moment. Yeah. Even the things that seem to be late and yeah. they don't seem to be right mm-hmm. in the way the mind thought this shouldn't be the way it should be. Mm. There is a reason behind it and then you you don't experience it until the thing has passed and then you see the benefits mm. when you're able to see the bigger picture. But usually we are so focused in everything that went wrong that we don't actually get the time to appreciate what, what actually worked out and went right. Yeah. That's my life-changing experience mm. with meditation. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is I didn't really have any intention or desire to become a road worker <laughs> in traffic management. Okay. And and wear steel cap boots and a high-vis vest okay. and put road cones out on the road every day and hold a stop-go sign. <laughs> oh, well. But I didn't think that was my dream job. Although in saying that, I had always had this bucket list desire to hold one of those red and green stop-go ah. signs for many, many years. <laughs> I only thought I needed one or two shifts to really fulfill the desire. <laughs> but now I have a certificate that makes me qualified to hold that sign. Okay, I, I didn't know, know that existed. It's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but also, because it's also such a physical job, you don't even need to go to the gym after because you have no. done your bit. no. Having a physical job is much better than a gym membership. Exactly. You get paid to work out. Exactly. (laughs) Brilliant. Awesome. So I have some playful questions to ask you. Oh, yeah. The first one is, what is your favorite food? Oh, that's going to be obvious. (laughs) Something Mexican? Yeah. (laughs) My favorite thing ever is an Aztec bake. A what? Aztec bake. Aztec? Yes, Aztec bake. Okay. What is it? Imagine a lasagna, Mm. which is a a dish made in layers. Yes. So instead of having a layer of pasta, Mm -hmm. you have a layer of fried corn tortillas. Aha. And then next you have like shredded chicken, then you have a tomato sauce, then you have cream grilled chilies, and then a grated cheese, and then all over again. And you put it in the oven for half an hour and it comes out bubbly and Oh lovely. my God, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite dish. And it's not that you can find it everywhere in Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's my, my grand's recipe. Yeah. And I think I've seen it a couple of times in restaurants, but it's not, it's not easy to find. Yeah. So when, when somebody comes to the flat, that's usually my staple dish. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> It sounds great. With refried beans at the side. Yes. That's my best. Awesome. What's your favorite conscious book or movie? Conscious book, I would say Cheat Happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, with C. <laughs> with a C. With a C. Cheat Happens. <laughs> uh, because it's a book that you can put down 
and up again mm -hmm. at any time because it's written in questions. Yeah. So it's not that you have to read it from the beginning to the end every single time. You just can pick it up today, flick through the pages, and let's see Destiny. Oh, let's see. Question number 91. <laughs> don't know. I like that about a book. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can open it up and say, now, what do I need to learn or remember today? Exactly. What's the book going to tell me? Yeah, yeah. So that's very good. And now that it's translated into Spanish, even yeah. better. So it has like both flavors. Teacher is amazing. So. Yeah, well, I'm hoping to get Narayan on the show. Oh, soon. please. Yes. Uh, what is your favorite place in the world? My favorite place, depending for what activity. But mm -hmm. for example, I love Spain in this little town called Monreal. Yeah. Because it's such a peaceful place with a lovely view to Tarragona. And it's a place where I actually learned to become a teacher. Yeah. I actually have this thought in the back of my head that the day that I die, I would like my ashes to come to oh, White wow. and to be spread. Spunky you off the cliff. Then. Yes. Uh, just because it's such a peaceful place. Mm. Of course, my husband thinks completely different. He, <laughs> he wants it, our ashes to be spread in a beach or somewhere yeah. nice. But this place is like such a restful place that I would like to think that it will contribute to consciousness for the next generations yeah. of teachers to come. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? That's awesome. What still maybe trips you up sometimes or challenges you still? During the day with my practice, you mean? And just in life in general? Well, I think with my practice is more probably when, when I'm working and... I am entertained doing a task and my mind still keeps thinking that once the task is finished, then you go and meditate, mm -hmm. which is nice because if I break, break the cycle of how fast I'm working and then I go meditate and come back, maybe it's like starting from scratch. So it has its good and bad things. But apart from that... I don't know, maybe with diet, I would guess, because I love eating. Oh, <laughs> I absolutely love it. And I'm fortunate that I don't get fat, being honest. I just eat and eat. And <laughs> but sometimes, like, I do have my spells of eating nice salads and stuff. And then, like, maybe I want more pastas now. <laughs> But then I have a Steven to remind me, all right, to enough of carbs, let's try to eat more vegetables and yeah. use the slow cooker more often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably that's like my Achilles tendon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I do love my carbs. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Hmm. What would be your final piece of advice that you would give to anybody who's thinking back to yourself, say four or five years ago, like when your meditation <laughs> practice was more sporadic. Like how to make it better or how yeah, to... Yeah, or just someone who's starting to meditate, doesn't do it every day, sometimes forgets entirely, struggles to find the time. Uh, I think it makes a difference to make it your priority. And I know it sounds weird when you don't know what you're prioritizing in the first place, mm. but it pays off 
And the more you meditate, the more you start to discover what are you actually looking for. And also having guidance. Mm. You can do it on your own. Some people do. And good for them. In my experience, I think I was very lucky because in Edinburgh there is a big meditation community and there are plenty of teachers. And we have a, like a meditation meeting every Wednesday, which is as well in some tired motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to start sponsoring the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing is that that sense of community and how we were supporting each other made my practice more solid and helped me to do it every day as well. And then we had like homeworks to do, like something to play during the week. Yeah, not like hardcore. Hard uh, nah. nah, no way. No, something to keep you entertained while doing your practice. Yeah. Little tweaks and tricks to keep you entertained while doing your practice with eyes closed, but also playing with eyes open, because that's another thing. I would have not learned to meditate, or at least not these techniques, if they didn't have eyes open practice as well. Mm. What's the point of having 20 minutes of peace with your eyes closed? When you open your eyes, it's chaos in life. Mm. So I wanted that to, like that peace from the closed eyes ascension to come into my everyday life. Yeah. So, yeah, having guidance, going to regular meetings, sharing, sharing as much as you can with other people, who meditate. Who yeah. meditate. I think that was... Th those were the three main points to make a difference, to make it constant. Mm. Awesome. So you work in the motorcycle shop and you haven't got a motorbike yet. No. But have you got a tattoo? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm a chicken, so... Yeah, like I see needles and it's like... Ooh. So no, and then I changed my mind into things mm. so maybe today I get I don't know an eagle and tomorrow I will think like no maybe I wanted a dog <laughs> <laughs> and it's like like it's painful to get it it's painful to get rid of it and it's painful to get it again <laughs> so I just keep myself as a clean clear canvas <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Gomata, for stopping by today and having a chat with me oh, about meditation. My pleasure. I want to praise you, because as I do everyone on the show, and just praise you for your beautiful light and energy that you just so naturally and intuitively spread oh. wherever you go. <laughs> thank you. And I just, I love, I loved hearing about the way in which you've, you know, been able to incorporate this into your work and through this practice kind of more or less create your ideal job mm -hmm. <laughs> in a business that has the same values, the same business values as your personal values. Mm -hmm. And I think when we meditate, it's often for a particular desire or a particular motivation mm -hmm. and that can be different for everybody and some things can stay exactly the same and we just change our relationship with them and other things we're able to kind of create and manifest something more and something better that we've always wanted in our life. 
So I loved hearing that your experience in that through your work. No, and I would like to praise you for your commitment and, well, not just with yourself, but with the people that are on the other side of of this podcast listening, because there is such a big part of you wanting to share what you have experienced and and for those that maybe are struggling finding trying to find a path or trying to find the tricks of the trade yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a struggle mm. so you're making it easier for many people out there who needs to know and here you are so Aww. thank you in, on behalf of everybody listening Aww, thank, thank you, you for making it easy yeah If you just so happen to be a bit of a motorbike enthusiast in the UK, I do recommend you go check out Sale Tire Motorcycles in Edinburgh. I wish they were a little bit closer to me as I've just started driving a scooter around Bali and now I'd quite like my full motorcycle license. Bali traffic is known for being pretty intense and crazy, but honestly I haven't found that to be a problem. As long as I stay fully present, I can quite happily deal with whatever chaos is going on around me and remain calm. And as a result, I'm absolutely loving the scooter life. Anyway, you can check out Soul Tire Motorcycles online at soultiremotorcycles.com. That's S-A-L-T-I-R-E motorcycles.com. And if you have any stories or experience of meditation in the workplace, I'd love to hear about it. Don't forget you can head over to the show notes page at leelab.life forward slash 22 and leave a comment or email me directly at leela at leelab.life. And with that, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening and praise you for your willingness to show up, play big, be courageous, find peace and live happy.